Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Up North podcast, the Nerdy Podcast hosted by two Northern nerds. I'm one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And today is a nerd talk. <laughs> Just singing oh, already. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to yell. So today is a nerd talk on Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park. There you go. Cool. That was so, my song. I might break out of it a few times because it gets stuck <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I'm sure there's a comedian on, uh, like say, on some panel that did the like put words to channel uh, the Jurassic Park the theme tune because it doesn't actually have words, but it seems no. like it should. But uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about the original Jurassic Park trilogy, not the new ones, Bye. the ones that came out, uh, like say, in our childhood. I know we've talked about Jurassic Park. In one of our podcasts, I believe it popped up in our top five favorite films. Oh, it was one of at some one, point. It was one of yours, but um, it's like I say, one of the films from our childhood that made the cinema special. So we thought, and sorry, made every no, just made every kid our age group want to be an archaeologist. <laughs> yeah, like I say, I think Indy, Indiana Jones did that for me, but uh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> It did definitely make us more interested in dinosaurs. And uh, well, as kids, like I say, dinosaurs was always, always like I say, on the forefront like I say, of the obsession. I remember going down London, uh, London Museum. Is it the National History one? And yeah, seeing the, uh, the, the skeletons and being absolutely in awe and thinking these things roamed the earth and like what what happened to them. And like I, say, I think everyone become a little bit obsessed uh, at one point with dinosaurs. So I'll ask the big question to start with. What's your favourite dinosaur? Frontiosaurus. <laughs> the one with the long no neck. Hesi- no hesitation at all. Vegetarian, um, tall, like me, even <laughs> though I'm vegan, but still. Um, very tall and just beautiful and cute as a button. Yep, they are like a my giant cow. Um, yeah, pretty much. Because a cow uh, is my favourite animal. Yeah, so it's, it was always split between the two. Like, say, it was either a triceratops or oh. a stegosaurus uh, with the tail swiggling at the back. Is that the one from the third film? Second, is... uh, when the Lost World. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, that's what kept that's what kept getting anthenoid because I kept calling it a stegosaurus from the third one. He was like, "Fuck not." <laughs> <laughs> well, um, next year, I know there's a new Jurassic Park film coming out, so that's why we're leaving off the other two, like the Jurassic World. Uh, was it, is it a remake or continuation, shall we say? Continue, I would say continuation because it's not Jurassic Park, it's Jurassic World. So it's like mm-hmm. a different a different set of trilogy, isn't it? But mm-hmm. I'm not ready to share that heartbreak yet. So <laughs> not because I don't not like them. It's just the second film really, really touched a nerve. Yes. But yeah. I'm not I, ready. No. But um, just going back to the original three, these films do how all the special part. Uh, place in my heart this is like say me going to the cinema with my parents uh, I think I shared the story last time of my dad tricking us thinking we were going to see Bambi uh, at the Metro Centre and then turning up and sitting there and seeing the big screens come on and Jurassic Park uh, words but like say it's up there with one of the best films or should I say cinema experiences that makes Going the pitch is special to me. Even to the today, I love going to the cinema. I, I, I love even when people talk and annoy us. 
I still love that experience. It still holds a special meaning to us. Mm -hmm. And that's why films, to me, as, and I hate that word, films, uh, to me. Just um, it's Tom's fault. You can blame Tom because I can hear it now, but you, know, you continue. <laughs> uh, means so, so much to us because, um, you see, you've, takes you back, takes you out of the real world and you, you live in that fantasy for a little bit. But I can still remember sitting there. Um, like I say, the big thing that stands out to me is when the the going into Jurassic Park initially and you see the gates. So it's very reminiscent of King Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gates open up and it's got the words Jurassic Park and you think, oh, yeah. what's, what's going to be next? Because I know these days when you get see a movie trailer, Everything's spoiled in the trailer, you see far too much. But back in the day, Spielberg was very clever in how he did uh, the movie trailers. You saw very little. I know the T-Rex wasn't shown properly until you saw the film. You just saw the footprint or you heard the noise. Oh, my uh, God, yeah. Um, it's the same like, when Jaws came out as well. Going back previously, you, no one had seen the shark until you saw the film. You just heard the noises and stuff. And again, as, you, as Sam wonderfully... And did a rendition of the song the music in Jurassic Park sticks with you and it, it's it's emotional uh, that's the best way I can describe it, it is emotional it is um, my first experience is very different from you I have never seen Jurassic Park in on the big screen ever right. um, I got this <laughs> from the van man <laughs> um, the dodgy white van man it, it, was lit- it was the first ever pirated film I had ever scene and my mm. granddad was so excited to show us because I was pro like I am a I'm a proper boy. I was into <laughs> boy toys and boy things and mm-hmm. and dinosaurs and he was so excited to show us. I just remember sitting on I never used to sit on his knee and would always be in between his legs on the floor because I always sit on the floor. Even today <laughs> I still sit on the floor all the time, legs crossed mm-hmm. and I would just and I was mesmerized and I just remember like that was my life yeah that's what i wanted to do i wanted to be i wanted to be for a very long time not just an, an archaeologist of dinosaurs but of mm-hmm. history itself yeah and i was obsessed with it I, I, I will kick myself for the rest of my life for not having that passion mm-hmm. in my later years like yeah. i really would because you know when you're a kid and you're just so into it i just wish mm-hmm. i could have taken that and took it into me early teens and 20s and no no <laughs> social life social life became the um the most mm-hmm. important thing to me and mm-hmm. probably still is <laughs> <laughs> but no it, it was it was watching it so it is kind of special i just i'm for all i've not seen it on the big screen it was mm-hmm. a special experience like my, my granddad shared everything with us yeah. and i knew i would be like excited about this mm-hmm. and it was it was just life altering mm-hmm. in a way of looking at an actual film like yeah. these creatures that i'd only ever seen in a book that, mm-hmm. were, that had that were bone structure were now real on my screen uh-huh and look so fucking real just to t- just to mention that as well um because that this was i think because the cgi had came out before this like i say i think um i've got to try and remember the films that was on like Terminator 2, I don't know if Terminator 2 was before this, but this was the first film that used it, but used it in a way that you thought, wow, Holy shit. this yeah. this was unbelievable. Because like when you look back, because I know the original Jurassic Park, I was just getting the date there, came out in 1993. Now, that's 
like say almost well, almost twelve like say too 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 long. <laughs> Uh, is isn't as sharp isn't as sharp as yours and I'm not ashamed to get my calculator out and 28 years ago <laughs> holy shit yes so when you think back the, the film that they made and again like say I watched it quite recently and it, there's no bad CGI shots in it no, um, no, none, none whatsoever. Um, I think before we get into this, I should really do my disclaimer. You ah, made yes. sure I had it in front of me. <laughs> so before we go, no, it's fine. Before we go any further with this week's episode, I do just want to make it very clear that the opinions that we have are our own and ours alone. And if this, and if you disagree or you don't like what we're saying or you want to add something to the mix, let's have a chat. Get on Facebook, get on the comments, but please don't jump on there and tell us that our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree. And we just want to keep the fandom. No, we want to keep, I always get this wrong. We want to keep toxicity out of fandoms. Certainly. There you go. Disclaimer done. Yes. Well, like I say, we've done a good job of it so far. Like I say, we've, we've not had too many arguments. So that's always been a plus. <laughs> that has been a plus side. And you, uh, do you know what? With Jurassic Park, you're never going to get an argument out of no. me. There's, None whatsoever. Um, I can, I can hand on heart say that mm-hmm. each each one of these films, even the third one, the third one, I used to absolutely love, and then mm-hmm. it just it's only been my most recent watch. Yeah. I just thought it, it doesn't. It's just not as good as the first and second, and and I will get into my love of the second one because I've only mm. just recently discovered it. Um, but yeah, it yeah. just doesn't hold up. But it's I think, not bad. Yeah, I think that my main problem with it, again, it's nothing to do with the filmmakers, what they try to do. They just told the same story, but try to use a different dinosaur. And the dinosaur mm-hmm. wasn't as scary and it wasn't as mm-hmm. interesting, shall we say. But um, like I say, we'll come to that because like I say, that's why I wanted to discuss, like I say, about all the animals and stuff because there were so many different key key points. But for the first Jurassic Park, when you look back, what they did and the cast. Now, for in a cast for a film, I know it's a Spielberg film, the cast was absolutely spot on. Everyone was cast to perfection, like Sam Neill, mm. Laura Dern, uh, the amazing Jeff Goldblum, which you never thought, which I'm not afraid to say, he was a bit of a heartthrob in that film, <laughs> which you never really think of him as a heartthrob or, like I say, as a sex symbol. But say, No, you might not. <laughs> You might not. I saw the fly. I saw the fly in a very different way. Um, <laughs> he is an absolute. He is a god. That man is a god. But his character, not just through the first, second, and third, but the new ones as well, is always fucking right. <laughs> he was right the whole time, and every time me and Anth watch it, we'll always go. And he had it right. <laughs> But what was he? He said, "Was he a mathematician? Was that was that?" Yes. Yeah, so he was. He was. He looked at things in a in a logical, mathematical. That's how Ant described it to us because I didn't quite understand what his job was. Yeah. But he was all to do with like problem problems problem solving, solving with maths and stuff yeah. like that. You can correct us in the comments if I'm wrong. <laughs> That's how I understood it. Yeah. Doctor Ian Malcolm just was. The voice. Do you know what? Screw his job title. He was the voice of reason. <laughs> but he had the best line in it as well. Like you say, life finds finds a way. 
and that is so prominent through all well, like say the Jurassic yeah. Park films like say it's and it was so simple but well put um well, the, the best line throughout the whole whole film is done by the um, gatekeeper. Can't think of what his name is, but he is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. There's my, there's my he is dead for now. Um, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> sorry, he is dead. Um, yeah. No, where he, it, it's clever girl. Yeah. It just, oh, it's just, oh, and shoot her. He has two <laughs> of the best lines. Shoot her! Mm-hmm. And clever girl. And mm-hmm. it just, he, he, I love it. It yeah. annoys the pants off when Ant says it to us because mm-hmm. he'll say it in a way that really grinds me gears. Like, clever girl. Well done, girl. And I just want to punch his face in. But yeah. um, the I can't think of the, the actor's name. Uh, Bob, died short Bob Peck, was it? Yeah, didn't he die shortly after Jurassic Park as well? Not it wasn't. Sure. Yeah, it know. wasn't long afterwards. Um, we'll get. We'll, as we have just talked morbidly wise. We'll just. We'll just take it a little step further, and we'll talk about Dodson, shall we? <laughs> Do you know about Dodson? No, I don't. You don't know about Dodson? No. Tell us a story. Oh my God! The guy who played Dodson is in jail. I think it's like he's a sex offender, or he oh murdered someone. Yeah, yeah, he's he's in prison. He is. Um, he's a bad, bad man. <laughs> right, it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have a. Oh, I thought you might have known. No, I don't have, really have a list of sex offenders. Very, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> available. Ah. Um, um, well, Dodson. That's it. Luke Lewis Dodson. He is a. Uh, um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh my God, Cameron Thor. Yeah, he's a convicted sex offender. All right. And he was arrested and sentenced in 2016 mm-hmm. for the assault of yes. a 13 year old girl. He's a bad, bad man, but he right. uh, that's the that's the mob a little bit out of the way with. Yeah. So, I'll stop. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it. But I was just going to bring up as well um, the absolutely brilliant cast of Rich and uh, in in this film. I don't think it would have worked as well if you didn't have someone with his style and like grandeur to it as well. Yeah, and yeah, his um, his overall uh, his overall energy as well. Like mm. he, he was his just, excitement he was, and stuff. Because uh, mm-hmm. anyone yeah, else in that was, role, that could have been really cheesy, really like, like flat or villainous as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's not him. He wasn't. He, he wasn't support. He's not a villain. He's just. Mm a dreamer and he had the money to make his dream come true mm-hmm. um yeah i think richard Attenborough in this was and i love the fact that he's in the second one too even if it's yeah. just for a bit he's yeah. still there so there's still that, that connection, connection. Mm-hmm. uh-huh um i think you're right i think anyone else could have overdone it like yeah. chew the scenery like mm-hmm. a big style and he just had that lovely level of because he's he, he he's scottish isn't he that's Scottish accent he had, or am I I'm making not, that up? I'm not sure. I don't. Um, it sounds it sometimes, but I, I could just I could be wrong. Yeah, I think that was probably one of my like I've I've got very little gripes with Jurassic Park. To me, it's the almost perfect film. Mm. But the only thing I can say that I've ever like winced at a few times, like I'll 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 mention them. Uh, the accents in the film, just one noticeable, like Sam Nails goes Sam from Neil. New Zealand to American all the way through, uh, keeps switching, <laughs> which uh, right. did, I did, never did get on my it. <laughs> I never noticed it until I watched the movies that made us. Yeah. And that's when I noticed it. And I'm like, oh my God, they've just ruined it for us. 
best. But um, and the other gripe I had with the first Jurassic Park is the T Rex pen. When the T Rex has fed the goats and the walls level, and you see the goats mm-hmm. on the level, and the T Rex eats the goats, and I think then all of a sudden the wires go, and the T Rex throws a car over this cliff edge. I was like, wait, there, the T Rex just stepped over there. And now it's this massive drop, which wasn't there before. And if there was a massive drop there, how can the people see the dinosaur? They just ruined that for us too, because <laughs> I never noticed that either. <laughs> I know it's an action part, like part of the film, but that's one thing that never really I could get. I've never really been able to explain. Because as you see, when you yeah. when you're leading up, you see the T Rex like say, on level, and you see him breaking down the fence. Mm-hmm. Then you see the part, the T-Rex has just broke down and he's thrown the car over and now there's this massive drop with a tree. Did the T-Rex climb the tree to get out? Or... Okay. okay. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 I never even noticed. I, wasn't yeah. pay- I was paying too close. Do you know what I pay attention to? Mm-hmm. The detail. Yeah. Now, I knew this before I watched the films, that, the movies that made us. Um, I knew the T-Rex that you see in that scene is real-ish, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Like it's the head scale. Yeah, yeah. They, the, they had a full-scale um, replica of a, a T-Rex. Obviously, they had parts that were taken off to, like, the head. Mm-hmm. And in the movies that made us, they showed you what was used when with the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And... I was. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking at which one. <laughs> which one's the CGI and which one's the real one? <laughs> yes. Uh huh. And do you know what? You can't. You cannot tell. Um. No. I just. I always remember reading because I. I love reading like stuff about what like happens on movie sets. Yeah. And this one particularly because I do like um anything to do with animatronics and puppetry mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. used in in movies. Yeah. And it was saying how that. The, the cast and crew would be having their dinner, like having their lunch break on tables where this massive T-Rex is standing behind them. And because they were shooting, when it was a raining scene, there'd be water that would get into the animatronic and just restart its program. So it would start swishing its head about and mm-hmm. you know going into the program that was set up in it for that scene. And I was yeah. like, that's it. <laughs> It might not mean anything to anyone else, but stuff like that just like yeah. excites my brain. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. I get so interested in stuff like that. Yeah. And no, I, I, I think you've told us about that story before. And it, like, it, it, I, it I love quite, telling it because yeah. I just I want people's mind to be blown as much as mine <laughs> is. And the reaction I get from like I remember telling me mom, and she just was like. Okay. <laughs> do the do the total mom thing. Not really bothered dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay. Um. Again, just going back to like to the general how the, the build of the film works for me, and I think this is a big thing of why I love the film as well. It's such a slow burner. They don't just chuck everything in straight away. Like they even make it a story part where they're going through the park and all the dinosaurs are like hidden or not coming out of play and not being shown. And mm-hmm. um, like I say, Jeff Goldblum's character Malcolm makes a joke about saying, "You do? Do you actually have dinosaurs in the park?" And you feel the frustration as well, because you, you, it's like Spielberg is fucking a genius for this type of thing. He's like, I'm going to show you a little bit and you're going to want more. And I'm not going to give you more until the point when you're about to explode. And then mm-hmm. we're, I'm going to give you everything that you've needed. And it does yeah. it perfectly. And the build up for this film, even like say the dinosaurs that shows, I know they could have picked any type of dinosaurs and like overwhelmed you, but they're quite picky with them. Clever, um, really clever. 
with the, what they chose to show you the um the triceratops at oh, the beginning yeah totally real like not really when i, I say felt, real i know I what in, i mean no no i felt it like you say you would you you could especially when you see him breathing and he's lying on it and then they even went to like the dung heap as well <laughs> yeah when you when you watch I, I urge anyone to go and watch the movies that made us it was so interesting the aspects of what actually went into this like they wanted to do this movie in stop motion. Mm -hmm. That's how mm -hmm. they wanted the dinosaurs to be coming at you in stop motion. And if you remember stop motion, it is very Jason and Argonaut you know, style, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, and you know, movement of an uh, of a an animate object that is like just mm -hmm. being moved by a hand. That's what they were aiming at. And these two pioneers who work, I know it's a Lucasfilm, um, they. CGI, and did say the name of it, and like, it's massive within the industry. Um, mm -hmm. They they took a risk, and because their their boss was saying this is the, this is where we're going, and this is what we're doing, and they were like, listen, we can build something mm -hmm. from a computer, we can create this to make it look better, mm -hmm. and they created a skeleton, a, or just the skeleton of a T Rex, but in CGI, mm -hmm. and they made it run. Now I know. 2021 that sounds easy. you know ridiculous <laughs> easy as anything like i think my nephews could go on a, a phone and do something like that yeah. but in you know in the uh, like late 80s early 90s yeah this this is not heard of yeah. and they did it at such great time and when kathleen kennedy the executive producer <laughs> walks in and is being shown the stop motion stuff that they are going to be using and sees on a monitor mm -hmm. to the side of her this mm -hmm. bored t-rex moving yeah and it excites her and mm -hmm. that's how we have because they built on the technology mm -hmm. that they created from that born t-rex and yeah. just run with it and this is what you have today mm -hmm. off the back of just defying their boss like that's what they just, do just just going out there and putting on a limb but again mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like i said i'm amazed that the, the as you said at the time got to do what they did as well because mm -hmm. it's absolutely breathtaking as you said with the dinosaurs i i'm with you i was there going is that cgi is that animatronics because it's so well done um even like the elements and for I know it's like a family film. This film as well was scary. Um, like them, them raptors are, are horrific. terrifying. Some of the best horror uh, horror monsters I would say since Alien. That that yeah, came out just just because of the movements so lifelike and uh, and the hunting patterns when they're explaining and saying how they go about it and like say uh, Sam Neill's character. At the beginning, going down, little girl getting the claw and rubbing it across her stomach. It gives you a boy. Well, it was a little boy, all right. That was a little boy. <laughs> Very confused little so boy, shall we? <laughs> he had beautiful eyes, from what yeah. I can remember, but I'm sure it was a little boy. <laughs> yeah. It was a little small thing, shall we say? But uh, <laughs> it, was a child. it was a child. But yes, um, even that element, like say, it was like horror movie esque and. Um, the whole build-up and seeing like Sam L. Jackson doing Sam L. Jackson and getting eaten in his arm. I of... completely forget that he is in this, you know, like mm -hmm. that's Samuel L. Jackson. That's like, he's a massive name and I totally forget 
that he's in this because you know the main star of the show is the t-rex yeah i'm sorry but he mm-hmm. is he's the he's the main star he is the front and foremost of this mm-hmm. movie because he's the hero yeah um but i i just totally forgot he was in that for a second wow but like I say, there is so as as us two being like quite big horror fans ourselves, there are a lot of horror elements to this and done in a way yeah. where it's done well, which not many like films in this type of thing could overdo it. Or I know in the later films, like say Jack in the Lost World and um, Just Park Three, it become more action packed rather than like say yeah, that's the, agreeable. Yeah, the horror it felt more like a. A roller coaster ride, and even though it's a park, that's how I would describe this one. Where this one's, it's tense. You you want them to do well, and even to the point where the end showdown in the back uh, in the home base, um, and the raptors are stalking them, and like I say, they're trying everything they can to get away from. Them. And as the raptors learn now, even how to open fucking doors, it's just so well done, and it's like I say. I've got goosebumps. You're talking about this, you know. I generally have like goosebumps going up my arm because you're absolutely right. Like the tension in that, like the tension throughout the whole thing. Like you are, you you've been told at the very beginning you are going to. I'm rubbing me off. You are going to. Um, you are going to see a park of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, your little mind, when you're a child, you're like, "What does that mean?" And then you see these almost real life creatures in front of you and then having to you learn about them as you go on like you, you said sam neil explains the techniques of their hunting abilities mm. and you're seeing that play out and you're like Shit, I, like I know what they're going to do because i've already been told <laughs> it and this is absolutely terrifying mm. but the um the end bit where mm. they when they figured out that door that yeah. way <laughs> Even today, even today, nearly at 40 years old, I sit there and like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, just going, I think, I think I might reference the film, the movies that made us a lot because I have only re- recently mm. watched it and I thought the yeah. Jurassic Park one was so, so interesting. Good. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Spielberg. Would, <laughs> so when, it, so the actor, <laughs> what Sam Neill was saying was that when the obviously there's a lot of CGI um, mm. used because once they figured out that technology, th- mm. they just ran with it. Yeah. Um, and when it when they were acting and there was nothing there to act with, they had nothing to react to. Mm-hmm. So Steven Spielberg, being the amazing director that he is, created the noises <laughs> for the dinosaurs. So when you see them reacting to something. They're reacting to Steven Spielberg going <laughs> in the corner. Um, and he directed not only this, but Schindler's List at the same time. Wow. Two very separate <laughs> movies. <laughs> One yeah. that is probably the most emotionally draining movie he is, would have ever done like on an emotional level in mm-hmm. his life. And probably one of the most epic yeah, because it is unreal, and then doing this absolute extravaganza of a spectacular dinosaur movie. He must have been having the time of his life on Jurassic Park. Though I can just imagine just being me there as a, I would be like a ten-year-old child, just like wanting to get amongst it and playing it. And I, I, mm-hmm. that's again, I, I don't know too much about Spielberg's personal life or. Uh, or what he's like, like, because not many people do discuss Spielberg, what he's like in real life. 
Um, no, you don't really. You've never heard, thank God, you've never heard any horror stories about him. <laughs> no. He comes across as a very nice person, very. Oh, just, um, yeah, and he, he's got an imagination about him. Yeah. Like, That's what I was going to say. I think he'll go down as one of the best storytellers of of our our lifetime, shall we say? Because um, mm-hmm. I I know a lot of directors, like say, I, I, I'll, I'll pull my hands up. I love anything in the 80s and Spielberg did his best work in the 80s with, with a lot of his films. Um, but I think as a storyteller, he's grown and some of the things he's do- doing, like say later as well, like Saving Private Ryan is more mature and stuff, but he's always good at spin- spinning the yarn and taking you on that journey. And yeah, Jurassic Park, yeah, yeah. it could have been just a, like a monster mash where... Like say it could have been a B movie. That's that's the best way I can uh, describe <laughs> it. But I hope you I hope you laugh when you hear that back. How you said Jurassic Park there? <laughs> you Jurassic Perk. Jurassic Perk. <laughs> Perk. It really <laughs> made us giggle. <laughs> I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to see us laughing when you watch it back. Sorry. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll pick. I'll, I'll pick on you later. It's all okay. But, it's um... fine. I'm fine with that. You've got plenty to choose from. What was I going to say about Spielberg? Um, yeah, the, the storytelling aspect of it, of Jurassic Park, is not just the storytelling, but the scientific background behind it mm-hmm. is quite... I, if I, you, I, you could correct this if I'm wrong here, but I'm sure I read that it is actually quite spot on. I think at the, the time it was... Yeah, behind it. I think it, as the time it came out, I have a... It was announced either just before or a few years before that uh, they'd find DNA in in the mosquitoes, like I say, in the way that mm-hmm. they described. I don't know if there was basically enough to do to the level of creating dinosaurs. I don't think that's possible. But um, like I say, I think that did get um, announced. I remember reading as a kid thinking, wow, mm-hmm. we're going to have cloned dinosaurs. But... The whole Imagine. aspect of it as well. Um, again, I know I'm skipping huge chunks, but that end scene um, with, well, not quite the end scene, like when, because I know if they're in the flying off the helicopter, they see the birds flying off. But the scene where the, the, the T Rex wins and um, roars and the, and the banner falls and stuff is so mm. amazing. Like, say, as a kid, I got teary as well. Like, that just blew my. Like little head, like say that T Rex mm. that we thought was the big bad saved them, and he was the hero. And that and this film made me say the word T Rex as well because I used to always know it as Tyrannosaurus Rex. So <laughs> we never used to call it a T Rex as a kid. It was only till Jurassic Park till they were referenced it. But uh, <laughs> it used to be one of my recurring nightmares as a kid. You know, the T Rex being being chased by a T Rex and trying to hide from it. And yeah, it used to be one of my recurring nightmares. And then when I got a little bit like the only way I got around it was by looking at the size of its arms. And his little, this is my little hand. And it really um it changed it, it changed everything to where I stopped having these nightmares because that the head size alone mm-hmm. and the size of them teeth yeah. used to really freak me out. But <laughs> he he was the hero of and you are you are in your head, even watching it as a kid, watching it now, you are still in your head going, yeah, you got him. <laughs> you Get the them day. pesky rappers. Yeah. Which, 
again, just is amazing, like storytelling. Like you don't expect it, and when it happens, um, it's it's just brilliantly done. Um, yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure they said on the movies that made us that he was not intentionally a hero, and the shot at the end was changed to the one that you see now to make it a hero's gesture. Yeah, because. He wasn't. It wasn't going to go down that way. I think he was. I think he. I I think he was just going to walk off. Mm. Um, I don't know, but they, they did change the end scene to make it as like that heroic and that raw as well. Like to say, yeah. "I won, <laughs> bitches." <laughs> Life finds its way. But yeah, that, that was as I said, almost a perfect film for me. Like I said, Jurassic Park. It was clever. It, it wheeled you in. Uh, had a few twists and turns. Um, the second one is a bit more straightforward, I, I, I believe, uh, when I watched it back. It, I didn't appreciate it at the time because when I watched it, I wanted more... Well, I just wanted a carbon copy of the first one and they did try and be a bit more different with this one. This one, I know you had the King Kong feel with the gates, but this one felt more like King Kong movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where the big totally monster and they take it back... To, and to, uh, like I say, mainland. Um, that totally that's... makes sense. Oh, go on. No, no, that, that was just saying, like I said, that had to me that the King Kong element, but also, as I said before, it felt like a theme park ride when you're going when you're watching the film because you initially get the. I, I, that's where I think it's a little bit weaker because it doesn't build; it's straight in. You see, they get on the island. You see these little dinosaurs attack the little oh. girl. Um, like I say, my wife Nicole's favourite little dinosaurs. I can't, I uh, don't know what they're called again, the Gallimimus or something. The little things that. Um, Tiny ones. Yeah, she loves them ones. But then straight in, straight getting the island with it, when Ian meets Sarah, um, Julianne Moore's character, and they attacked by the Stegosauruses. Then they see uh, the other dinosaurs, they do the big breakouts, and then they get tra- attacked by the. T-Rex, it seems to be only having one gear. It's like, doesn't kind of build. It's like on fast all the way through. And it kind of gets a little bit exhausting. I kind of have to disagree with you mm-hmm. in the kindest way possible. No, it's um, fine. I, I remember watching this on, it was a it was a Saturday movie night in when I lived at Hunter Street, around just two seconds away from here. Saturday night, and I just remember it being so boring that we just ended up ripping the <laughs> piss out of it the four of us my mum dad my sister just ribbon the piss out of it mm-hmm. and just and that's that's the memory I had was it mm-hmm. was shit it was boring it wasn't the first one you know because that's yeah. what we wanted we mm-hmm. kind of wanted it we did it for all we won't ever admit it we wanted a carbon copy of the first one and we didn't mm-hmm. get that certainly and then me and Anne went through and um, not long ago we sat and watched the first one and um, actually we watched the first one of the new one mm-hmm. and we were like do you know what let's just go back let's mm-hmm. go back and watch the first second and third one and then we'll watch the second one when i'm ready because mm-hmm. i'm not ready to watch it again yeah. um and we obviously watched the first one it's a masterpiece i know mm-hmm. you say it's almost perfect i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't notice any of the imperfections until now so <laughs> it is for me yeah a the perfect, perfect movie film. yeah it is the perfect movie it is from start to finish you are just in it, you are loving it, and the, you know you don't want it to end. Mm-hmm. Then we watched the second one, and I was so skeptical about it. I was like, I'm not, I, I, I'm not bothered. 
Um, I'll watch it because we, we said we were going to watch the first, second and third. And mm-hmm. Paul, I was totally blown away. It mm-hmm. had a predator feel to it. Mm-hmm. And I love Predator. Right. Um, I would go so far to say that I have some massive love for Predator. And it just had that feel of it of like these, um, like Pete Pothelweight. And mm-hmm. he was... Yeah, I was going to say like a, another dead person for you there. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring him up because I, he's a sore one. He's yeah. a sore one. Um, but he is dead. Um, <laughs> but no, it's like, it, it had that predator feel to it. You are right. Total King Kong, Kong, King Kong, King mm. Kong vibes. Yeah. Um, and I just, I love the fact that everything Ian had said in the past and what he was saying right then was mm-hmm. all true. It yeah. was action packed. It was adventurous. It it mm-hmm. had it just I loved every second of it. Like mm-hmm. I just remember it finishing going, Wow. Yeah. Like I have no words, but wow. It is See, I loved every mm-hmm. minute of it. See, I think again not this because like I say I I do really enjoy this film. Uh, again, it's not one of my favourites, but it's like a film I would go back to and I do enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I think they got the casting slightly wrong on this one because I didn't care as much as I did in previous ones. Like, I know Vince Vaughn, I can take and leave him in certain things, but I don't think he fit the role very well mm-hmm. as the, like I say, the, the peacekeeper, uh, sorry, the activist who, um, like I said, photographer, uh, Julianne Moore. Um, again, brilliant actress, but... I didn't quite buy her in is this. She, is she though? Like, I, I, I actually get what you mean. I don't find her that great. And mm. it's probably because she left a bad taste in my mouth when playing Clarice Starling. Oh, right. I um, knew she was upsetting you with Clarice there. I knew that was going to come. But, <laughs> um, it just, that, she left a bad taste then. I didn't think she was great in The Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm basing it off. But yeah. I don't think, in for, for me, is not a great actress. And they could have gotten anyone mm-hmm. to play that part. Yeah. That's so that, that, that's the thing. Again, interesting people in it was, again, Jeff Goldblum's character, who he could put him in anything and he would be would be a good good actor in anything, like I say. He's just recently... Because that just man blew, is a gorge. Yeah. Well, He's a gorge. Just it just blew us away in the in Thor Ragnarok and a role that I never expected him to see in the Marvel universe. No. And, it, and again, he was absolutely brilliant in that. But um, Pete Pottersway again, when you see him, his character was really interesting, and he was kind of shortchanged a little bit as well. I wanted to see more. I wanted to get in the depth of that. That again, what I wanted to see him like face off against the T Rex and get his comeuppance because. He doesn't quite he get... He was a bad guy. Yeah, he d- doesn't quite get what he deserves. And again, that, that mm-hmm. annoyed us about the film. It, it's kind of, as I said, I said, I described it as a theme park ride, but I would probably more describe it as a, as a computer game as well. It's like each part was different levels. So you go past the first level, the Stegosaurus. Second level was the camp. Third level, the Raptor Zones. And so, you know, the, the third level was the T-Rex attacks, then the Raptor Zone, then back to escaping with the T-Rex going rampant in San Diego, was it? It was San Diego, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I think so. But again, there's elements that didn't really sit well, like how the T-Rex was locked away again, but suddenly it ate everyone. Uh, 
how did that work? I, I don't know. But again, that was on the boat. Uh, <laughs> when, it, when it came in, he was back in his uh, little cage, but then it was just an arm that was pressing the button. But how did that happen? But I, I was just totally surprised by it because I had such an idea in my head of what I thought I was going to be watching. And it was just the complete opposite. Opposites, yeah. um, it really was like, this is like, I watched that when it first came out and then watched mm. again a couple of months ago. That was like mm. the, the only time I'd watched it after the first. And it ju I just got a massive shock. I just thought for the time and it's a sequel, it's a mm. second. And you're coming off the back of that first one. Yeah. I don't. I'm not saying it helped. Oh no! It was very. It, it was a very. The first. Yeah, it was a very brave effort um, to, especially mm -hmm. to change the format as much as they did. Um, mm -hmm. But to me, they strayed a little too far away from from it, or didn't. And maybe I was just. I was just enthralled in the mm -hmm. in the story and the adventure side of it, like them yeah. all being in like the jungle together and that, and mm -hmm. oh, like. The, it, it, I was blown away by it. I really yeah. enjoyed. It. I just couldn't. I didn't. I couldn't get the smile off my face at the end of it. I was like, "This, like, I've held off watching this for how long?" <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it more when I was like, as you said, watching it back now than I did when I was watching it after Jurassic Park when it first came out. Because as you said, uh -huh. you wanted Jurassic Park, but amped up. But this was more of a, like I say, a different type of tale. But mm -hmm. it wasn't as atmospheric shall we say you could mm -hmm. it was like could guess what was going to happen there was no big twists as soon as you knew the boat was going to come in you knew that everyone was going to be dead and the dinosaur uh, was there but um it, they didn't even use the key things that was done so well in the first like the little glass of water i know we haven't mentioned that but the little glass of water wobbling with the footprints mm -hmm. that was so impactful back then and them type of elements made it more yeah like less is more and again I'm, I'm i'm a big uh big believer in your imagination fills in more blanks that you don't see especially with these type of films so you fair enough you want to see it but then you want to think oh what's going to happen like michael i keep using the analogy you don't want to know michael myers backstory to know why he's a killer you, you want to mm -hmm. make that up or think of it yourself and it whatever you think of can be more scary. Uh, but a lot of uh, films go down the route and kind of lose uh, that element. But Yeah, because there's, sometimes there's over-explaining. Like, mm -hmm. I can understand backstory, and I feel that to progress a character, you need a backstory. Mm -hmm. But there's no need to overdo it and over-complicate yeah. it and over-analysis -anal of it. <laughs> I can't talk properly. Um, <laughs> but I, I get what you mean. Sometimes the, the scariest element is what's in your head already, but I mm. am not I'm not bothered about a slight mm. backstory. Yeah. Like not to the extent of what Rob Zombie did with Michael Myers, oh, but yeah. you know. I'll, I'll, I'll not get into that because I'll get angry. So <laughs> <laughs> I just think that character progression and, and story mm. progression can do with a bit of backstory, but mm -hmm. not to the extent of overcomplicating it again yeah. that aspect of it no but again it did have the elements where you thought great this is doing really well this is ticking all the boxes but again take a few of the elements out you didn't need to have raptors in this one we've had the raptors no you didn't you didn't you're right we didn't 
and then like I say adding them the way they did it, it kind of took away of how scary and how brilliant they were in the first film so mm. no, that's you're right that if, it, if you wanted to just do it about the the t-rexes and getting the t-rex back to the u uh, back to america um, mm-hmm. and show them do that tell that story i'm happy with that but it's kind of like adding too much at the same time where that's why i was i felt like it was an exhausting film because it's always when they turn the dial up to 10 or 11 shall we say if we want to go uh, a very famous rock band <laughs> but um i know that reference <laughs> <laughs> i, I felt like um captain, i felt like captain america there Bless you. i get that reference get that reference <laughs> but um yeah didn't because like i say I, I prefer the films like i say they go two four six then maybe go to eight then back down to six where this one just went right fully up on on the goal and it didn't give you the chance to kind of breathe or calm down because you were always on edge but again that's that's a sign of a good action film though for me like Mm. so maybe it's more it it, it took more into the action side of it than it did the actual the the storytelling of the first one Mm -hmm. and i i I didn't realize until a couple of years ago that i love action They, they can be good like, done, if they're done well. Action films are probably one some of the best storytelling and like say entertaining films to be. I know we discussed before this that like say one of the next upcoming top fives that we'll probably do will be top five action yeah. films, which again mm. I'm not I'm not going to spoil or let any anything go. Which my top five like I say they're going to be all eighty films, so don't worry. <laughs> It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a nerdy up north podcast if Paul's eighties the love of the love of eighties came out of Paul. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just I I generally didn't like we I I went through a phase of just wanting to watch nothing but Arnie and Sylvester mm-hmm. Stone's movies because you know my mm-hmm. viewing list of movies is absolutely horrendous and now the Facebook group knows because <laughs> thank you everyone by the way for giving me your suggestions for my Sunday movie day because it's my day my day of freedom um of doing absolutely nothing and <laughs> bless somebody <laughs> they put a they put a list on and I'm like I'm bad but I'm not that bad because their first one was Silence of the Lambs <laughs> um but I went through this phase of, of wanting to catch up with all these action films I never watched mm-hmm. growing up and that's what it felt like watching yeah. Jurassic Park 2 was that yeah. excitement and that go 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 and yeah. um, so it had it it probably I was probably taken in mm-hmm. by the action of it than actually what everything else I should have been paying attention yeah. to and I, I'm fine with that mm-hmm. if that's what I took away from it then that great that if that's why I enjoyed it then I'm fine that's with right. that. I know I'm, I'm always happy with someone I could get that type of enjoyment but I think they missed the trick. The, as you said, it's an action film where it should have been in a horror. That's where the first one done well because he used horror elements subtly. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing a monster film with giant fucking dinosaurs, make it scary. I, yeah. That, that, that's the main thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, I've, no, I've noticed the more we, we talk, the more red my face is getting. <laughs> um, and it's not because... It's not, it, do you know what it is? It's because I've been outside all day. Ah, uh, you caught the sun. And... 
I don't, I am definitely not caught in the sun. <laughs> but it's like my face reacts to fresh air weirdly. And I think like, <laughs> and it just keeps catching me. I'm like, whoa, you're so red. <laughs> it's not me getting heated through this. It's literally because I have been outside today. <laughs> don't worry. Sam's just, Sam's just getting excited talking about dinosaurs. That's all it is. But, I love uh... talking about dinosaurs. I love them. Um, I love the fact that we have this as reference. I know that sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But we don't, like when it comes to the, the, the dinosaur era, like we have drawings and mm. cartoons and a yeah. god-awful cartoon, The Land Before Time. We have that. Oh, it's a and brilliant film that still makes us cry. No, no. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Shark I'll never tooth. watch it. Shark Tooth and Bigfoot. That's a little foot. Well, I love it. <laughs> and I always, whenever we see the Triceratops on Jurassic Park, I always call her Sarah. Right. Um, <laughs> but... I will never watch it again. It broke. Like, I have never felt pain like it when I watched that. There's even a song on there um, by Diana Ross. Mm-hmm. Won't listen to it <laughs> at all. At all. It, the movie breaks my heart. The fact that it's something that I used to watch with my granddad breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my granddad was so influ- influential in my movie experience as a kid. Yeah. Um, like you will, throughout this podcast, you will hear that <laughs> I did, I watched it with him or he introduced me to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I've totally lost the point of what I was getting at now. No, it's fine, don't worry. All I was gonna do I'm is, lost. Uh, <laughs> moving on from that point then, let's talk about <laughs> the third one. Cause everyone always, <laughs> <laughs> everyone always dismiss, dismisses the third one and say it's the worst one. I disagree. I don't, no, I don't. I, I totally disagree too. Yeah. I really, and I remember going to see this um, mm-hmm. at, the, at the cinema, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But when I rewatched it again a couple of months ago, I was like, "That's really weak." I like, think it, it felt really short. Weak. I felt short. That's the way I would describe it. A need, like where the second one give us too much. I don't think this one give us enough. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. There's the, the storytelling to it, and obviously you've got Sam Neill in, which is just mm. brilliant, like great in itself. I love the fact that we get to see, mm. um, oh, what's his character's name? Whoa, Grant. Grant. That's it. <laughs> what, what? What's his name? I've forgotten his name. First name now, but I just know him as uh, it was called Grant. This uh, Sam Neill. Doctor Grant. We'll just, Doctor Grant. We'll just go Doctor <laughs> Grant. Um, so I love the fact that he's in it. The guy who steals the eggs i just mm-hmm. want to punch him in the face yeah um leone mm-hmm. i just want to when she's shouting and she's being told not to i just i just want her to be eaten like yeah. do you know what the, what lesson are you going to learn to shut the fuck up than be eaten by a dinosaur <laughs> and that's william punishment. h macy yeah, yeah that's your punishment you're going to be eaten and william h macy i, I think he's a great actor um, yeah. and and but he just, I was just a bit underwhelmed. Like, mm. meh. I yeah. think that whole way through it, I was just, meh. Yeah, I think this was a more, like, a Jurassic Park sequel, shall we say, like, a, a, it's film com- compared to the second one. I know there was all about dinosaurs, but this felt like more Jurassic Park than the second one for me. But the only thing, I think the biggest mistake they made, they the changed the dinosaur and they tried to go differently. The big bad on this one was a Spinosaurus. Which, yeah, and I kept calling it a stegosaurus, and it really yeah. was annoying. And <laughs> but again, the, like I said, with the long bill, it didn't have the menacing aspect. Like with the T Rex, T Rex 
again, we've always been taught that the T-Rex is the ultimate hunter, the, uh, the scariest dinosaur. I know... King of the jungle, man. King, like king the, of... If the, if, if the walking around the jungle, he is the king of it. He is mm. massive. Mm. And that his size alone is the scariest thing about mm. him. Because mm-hmm. his teeth are huge. But yeah, but that was the only thing I think kind of... Well, not the only thing, but that's the biggest thing that it took me a while to get over um, was the fact that they used some un- unknown dinosaur. I know it's it's a real dinosaur, but it wasn't well known. They're trying to be too yeah. clever with it in that aspect. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. They were just trying to be clever, like, oh, look at us. We found mm. a dinosaur that you don't know about. We know about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. But then, like I say, they brought the like I say the pterodactyls into it, and that that was interesting. Like I say, I liked that that part of it as well. That like freaked say, us out a bit mm. because I'm I'm my I have two fears in oh, this birds. world. One is yeah, dogs like and birds, and <laughs> it's not the bird I'm scared of, and it's 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 the wings. I don't do wings, and I don't do flapping. It like my my whole body is like shaking now because thinking about it. I absolutely hate it. So seeing that wingspan and that noise, oh, <laughs> oh it makes us stop thinking about it. Bless you. I don't like it. No, I, I completely agree. Like I say, it did have a creepy element to it as well. Um, but like I say, I think by the time that came out, it lost a bit, a bit of its charm. Like I say, the CGI had been overused in a lot of different films as well. So we'd gotten kind of used to that them type of elements so we were spoiled I think that that would be the best way to describe it we were spoiled at that point but again I just the... think coming up, coming off the back of the second one because like, I literally watched it one night one night one night like mm-hmm. three in a row and I'm so amped up off the second one yeah. that we get into the third one and I'm like yeah <sighs> just wasn't there yeah. nah there was just something missing and I don't remember feeling like that when I went to see it at the cinema. No. But I remember coming out actually amped and I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. But I think both films missed out on as well as like someone to truly hate because the first one had that brilliant cast and I've forgotten his name. I'll try and get his name up because I've got to give him his due. The bloke who steals the DNA. Uh-uh-uh. Yep. It's you don't know the magic words. Uh-uh. So, so creepy. Oh, and what's his name? Because he's done loads of stuff. Like, see, you've, he's, he's not a you've big seen him in, You've seen him in pretty much a lot of 90s films or in, like, 90s TV as well. Oh, we, we in Dirty 90 Dancing. Caught, yeah, we in 90 we're was We in that's it. Yeah, he's in Dirty Dancing too. Um, yeah, he, like, Dennis Negri, that, Negri, mm. Negri? Negri. Am I saying that right? Negri. 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 Yeah, uh-uh-uh, you don't know the magic word. Uh-uh-uh. Well, he totally gets his comeuppance, and if we just jump back to the first one again... That scene, mm-hmm. I've I've listened to somebody on YouTube read that scene out from the book. Holy shit, did they downplay that scene? Because if they put in what actually happened in the book, you would be looking at a straight up horror film. Yeah. Cause not nice. It is <laughs> grim. So we got a watered down version of mm-hmm. what actually happened in the book. And yeah. that scene is spine, I mean mm-hmm. spine tingling because that noise he makes just before that I don't know what the dinosaur is called where he spits yeah. in his face. Uh, diplop- it was a diplom- diplosaur or something like that because I because he looked really cute then he just started to go that's my impression <laughs> and it's that noise because again flapping it's the mm. it's 
that I just don't like. And uh, yeah. He, uh, yeah, that was that was terrifying. But if we got the actual version, mine hmm. straight of horror. It, I, just trying to think because I absolutely loved what, like, say, because the mass marketing that came out after the original uh, Jurassic Park as well, because I had all the figures and that, as you said, that dinosaur, oh, the, 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 not to show off, uh, the, the, dip, the, the dinosaur, the spitting one, uh, that actually did come with where you, um, you squeezed on its belly and put it in water and it sucked in the water and you pressed it, it used to spit. Amazing. So, um, Amazing. it's like little elements like that. And the toy range for Jurassic Park was done perfectly. Uh, the, I know Vic um, of uh, the Girl Strikes Back, she uh, recently hey, showed, uh, she showed that uh, she picked up a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And it's amazing because the one that I remember as a kid, it used to have a little, a little bit on the side, you used to pull off and expose its rib cage, like the raptors got to it and stuff like that. Oh, I used to have that. <laughs> well, you got, yes. Mm-hmm. You had like a bite mark in the side of it. Yeah. Okay. She's just getting that. I think she showed a video um, where she picked up in a car boot sale or at a toy fair. Oh, my uh, God. Where do these people go for car boot sales? Like Narnia or something. <laughs> like There's nothing like that where I am. Um, the toy collection of Jurassic Park is still as big as it was when it originally came out. Like There is a huge market out there for toy collectors. Um, I can't recommend this girl enough. She's on YouTube. She's called Laura Legend. Um, she has a massive mm-hmm. Jurassic Park collection and she even recreated the meal mm-hmm. that they did, <laughs> that they had, the sea, the, the fish meal that yeah. they had, that they sit down at the table. Mm-hmm. She'd get some Jurassic Park plateware that looked like something that would be from the restaurant and yeah. she recreated the meal and it, she's, she's fantastic. I love Laura. I speak to her occasionally on Instagram um, but her her Jurassic Park, um, her whole collection in general, but her Jurassic Park one is amazing, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing collection. It's just it's a it's something it's like it's a market that's like it's so big. Like yeah. where do you even start collecting? Like it's mm-hmm. so overwhelming. Yeah. I feel like that's sometimes with Star Wars, but then with Star Wars, I can just pick and choose. And I think with Jurassic Park, it's more aimed at the kids type thing because everyone loves dinosaurs when they're child. So that's where. The, like I said, they were like aimed at, and I'm sure there was an. I might be wrong. Or I might have just dreamt that there was an animatronic uh, T-Rex that used to move around and stuff. If 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 there is out there, if there hasn't made one, they should because I would buy it. Let's now. make one. <laughs> Let's make one. But as a trilogy well, as well, as a trilogy of films, uh, films, mm-hmm. <laughs> films, films. How do you think? Where, where would you say it stood up to, like, say, the big trilogies? Um, like, say, this. If you go back to like Star Wars, um, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings. Sorry, oh, well. <laughs> that's hard. Okay. Yeah. So this is probably going to be a very bold statement mm-hmm. because you know how much I love this trilogy, mm-hmm. and we're not talking about Lord of the Rings. I even I would put it a little bit above Star Wars. All right. I Interesting. Love, I, I love Star Wars. You, mm-hmm. There's nothing in this world that can take that away from us because I have such a, a, a love for it that I don't think I'll ever lose it in this lifetime, ever. Yeah. But there is just... 
there is just something so special about that first one. And maybe it is mm. the memory that I have of when I first watched it. And mm. um, that, that, that will, it just, just ever so slightly. So maybe just on, just, just like mm. that. If you're on YouTube, it's literally <laughs> like, just like that. Just that. Um, I, I just, I have such a, a undefined love for it that mm. there's nothing anyone could say would, would turn us off it. I yeah. Can, I can listen opinions and I can take opinions on and actually go oh yeah you know mm. you're right that that changes how I view something and um, you can't do that no it can't it will never change the way you felt when you first watched that film and as you said as we've said many a times that opening like and even when the music comes on as well you get goosebumps it takes you back to when you first watch it which yeah not many John films Williams has, mm-hmm. John Williams has a way of with music to put you Oh, just get you emotionally charged. The the yeah. scene where you first where where Ellie and Grand first see the dinosaurs and you've got the slow build up mm-hmm. of the doom <laughs> and you've got that building up and then the, the it breaks out when the, oh, honestly I get emotional thinking about it. I have the um Jurassic Park soundtrack, the main theme mm-hmm. on my one of my playlists. I have a movie playlist. Mm-hmm. Um and that's on there, and it's five and a half minutes long. It's not long enough. <laughs> I w- but I get, I get, I get teary. Yeah. When it's building up and building up, and then you you've got that beautiful like burst into like the main theme. I'm like, <gasps> driving me car. Oh, don't crash! <laughs> don't crash while you've got Jurassic Park on. <laughs> How do you explain that? Insurance. Jurassic Park made us crash me car, but uh, no. It made me cry. Yeah, like say, if, when I watched that, I, I probably, as you said, I didn't want to be an architect, uh, archaeologist. I was probably a paleontologist. I was more interested in, but Indiana Jones holds holds me heart for that one. But again, that's for another so, podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a whole different, whole different kettle of indie. So, where is it for you? Because I think as a you, trilogy, a- yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. on, a, on a trilogy, it's probably in the middle. But when you take right. the, the first one, the first one's always going to be, um, mm. if not top five, top ten films that I would ever like. I would always recommend or say would go back to. Um, I don't think anyone, for feeling wise and experience, it's up there with seeing Star Wars, uh, Empire Strikes Back for the first time, seeing, um, like say, uh, in, uh, Temple of Doom for the first time, like say. Them, them are the films that bring back the raw emotion. Um, except probably up there with the Goonies. <laughs> but um, no, it's, I don't think it'll ever be re- replicated what I felt when I saw Jurassic Park for the first time. Yeah. Just because I know they made the same joke when they made uh, Superman, the Crystal Reeves, you believed a man could fly. I believed dinosaurs were real for that split second. Yeah. That's what yeah. brought it back and I think that's what's got the magic about it as well. I totally agree. I, I, I had a feeling where yours would lie in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I love, like, I, I don't know. I just, I, it is in the top. I think as a group of films, there's better trilogies done, like Back to the Future. Again, a lot of people argue uh, is, is near the top. Uh, Indiana Jones, I don't class uh, the Crystal Skull because that shouldn't have happened. Uh, mm. That as a trilogy, like say, is absolutely unbeatable. The films, 
like I say, we'll talk about it at another time. We will. I, I would because uh, Indiana unpopular Jones. Unpopular opinion here. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> that big of a. I'm not that. Bi- I I like them, but I'm not mm. that big of an indie fan. So it would be a, a very interesting conversation to have there. Yeah. Um, I just if I'm gonna rank, if I if I was asked to rank trilogy wise, it would definitely be either above or just below Star Wars. Like it would just because mm. Star Wars is like Star Wars. Like, <laughs> It's a, it's 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 a given. It's an yeah. obvious for me, um. But it's just so close because of it's it's really because of the first one. And now mm-hmm. how I felt when I watched the second one for the second yeah. time, yeah. Like, like I'm looking at nearly thirty years on, and I'm still I, st- I got excited like the same way I did when I watched mm-hmm. the first one. Granted, it did not make me want to go and be an archaeologist, but what it did do, it made me pumped up to the nines I'm like, like it's going it's going to hunt some dinosaurs well let's put cool. this way as well I know you've said you've not seen it on the big screen in two years okay. time it's going to be a 30 year anniversary so we we'll probably will see Jurassic Park on the big screen again and that would, would be an experience to go into uh, so I've seen it twice I've seen it when the original came out I've seen it when mm-hmm. it brought, brought it out for, in 3D in a 3D release a few years oh, ago. Right. Um, that was that was interesting. But uh, <laughs> I'd imagine, I'd imagine. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of 3D, and it's just because I have um, very sensitive eyes with motion movement, mm-hmm. um, and I, it would just mm-hmm. I, I, I get taken out of it. Don't get us wrong; I'll probably sit, they try and sit through it, but I would just be, I'd be eyes would be all over the place. Um, I, I remember me and Carolyn um, were getting we're going to get tickets at the Sage because they were doing. An orchestral. Oh, yeah. Um, I've done that a few times, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was a movie watch along or it was just the the sound, just a, an evening mm-hmm. with the listening to the soundtrack of mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. Either way, I would have bawled my eyes out. We couldn't get tickets <laughs> for it. It's sold out, yeah. which is a given. Like it's that's huge to come to to mm-hmm. a city near us. Um, but yeah, I would I would I would probably just be an emotional wreck. <laughs> like I can cry. I cry at the thing, the theme song in my car. And um, can we, before we start wrapping this up, mm-hmm. can we just talk about the Jurassic Park um, theme park in Florida? Because I've yes. been. You've, yes. You've been. It was very. Did you not weep your eyes out when you walk through them doors? <laughs> um, it was. It was weird because I can see when you saw. I got very emotional when I saw the gates. And I was like, this is amazing because as as when they do in America, they do everything detail-wise perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've talked about it before. I've got a big love of the Jaws ride. I was so lucky to be one of the people who went on the Jaws ride before it closed. This ride has a lot of feeling like the Jaws ride with the elements of the animatronics. And mm-hmm. um, I know they've recently updated it. Um, yeah, to it's all been Jurassic, updated. Yeah, yeah, to Jurassic to World now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole going round and seeing like different dinosaurs popping up in the water, uh, hearing the raptors shitting in the tree trees was very unnerving. Uh, even though you know what's coming at the end, but they're doing it in such a way when that T Rex pops its head out and you, Jesus Christ, do you? Sc- even I screamed and I, I went. I think I screamed every time I went. I went out three times and. It was just mm. absolutely breathtaking. And like I say, each time you're looking at the dinosaur and you know the drop's coming, you don't expect it. <laughs> it's the fact that the T-Rex, so you, you're literally going, it's literally just a water slide, um, mm. water ride, and you're literally going up this, like, 
elevator kind of thing and there's a load of stuff going on around you and you can see in the in the top part that there's something happening you can't quite make it out yet you can hear it but you can't quite see it but as you get right to the top this t-rex just comes out just before it gets you you drop yeah and your heart goes with it and um, it is a fantastic ride the area itself the detail and i know a lot has changed it has been over 10 years since i have been to florida and mm -hmm. um, and a lot a lot has been updated but it's just the, inf the information center the yeah it's magic that's that's the best way i do americans do it well and do everything perfect um Again, going back to that ride when you're going up the top, because the kind of you, as you said, you're looking forward, but there's things going on at the side. You're like there's raptors fleeing about or making mm -hmm. movements, so you, you're kind of distracted and everything. But again, it's the attention to detail. Like walking in the queue, they've like on the floor, they've got fossils in the floor. Yeah. So it's you, unreal, you, isn't it? It's, yeah. So the, the attention to detail, but um. That was a special one. Like, is there a few rides in Florida that I went on were meant a lot, like Jaws, uh, the Jurassic Park, uh, the Harry Potter oh, one, and even the Harry Potter one special. How I I went when I was there, it was being built. Mm. There was nothing Harry Potter related at all. Um, the T two ride was still open. Yep, still. Yep, um, Jaws was still open. Had Kong closed down at this point? I think it had. I've been on the original Kong ride, and mm. um, the one that was where I think the mummy is now. Yeah, yeah where the I mummy don't... is now. That used to be yeah. the, the, the King Kong ride. It was it was phenomenal. So you're in like a cart, mm -hmm. and you're just going around, and then you, you all of a sudden you've got this giant King Kong. <laughs> so the one time that we went on it, this 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 guy um, could not get the bar over himself. <laughs> devastated for him absolutely yeah. devastated but to get the bar up they had to reset the ride mm -hmm. so we had to go around it with the lights on mm. and go around like just go around it so we saw all the background like every all this all the magic was lost we yeah. had this poor guy on the front who was trying to to pick everything up and like was like don't look here don't look there keep your eyes straight forward and then when we got round the ride reset he managed to close the bar and then this the character actor he just picked it up and just went with it it was fantastic it was really cool i enjoyed that as my king kong story <laughs> <laughs> i got way too excited to talk about that <laughs> but i think like i said just going back to like say what you a good little tie in there i think jurassic park the films do hold a lot <laughs> to King Kong and I think this might have been Spielberg's taking mm. on but done in a different way which I'm glad he makes like, it I know Peter Jackson attempted I'm glad Spielberg never did do it that way because um I don't think it would have been as well received but I, no, I think I, you're right it's, it's a hard one especially for the time it's a hard one I know we've got Kong now mm -hmm. um and still a little bit sketchy with the Kong look um I think at the time it would have looked terrible. I think going down the dinosaur route mm -hmm. was the best thing. I really do want to read the book at some point. Mm -hmm. I think I've heard it is it, it, yeah. it is th a literal straight up horror. I think the doctor who comes into the later films, like say the Jurassic World more, he plays a more integral part in the book like when creating the dinosaurs or mm. oh my god yes we forgot about um 
oh, what's his name? But he doesn't really play too big of a part in the original three. It's just, like I say, later on. But he, I believe in the books he was, um, like I say, more prominent. But again, he was a bit of a sinister character, apparently. But Well, he comes across like that in Jurassic Game World. World. Yeah. Um, oh my god, it's going to annoy the pants off me what his <laughs> name is. And it was Alan Grant. Yeah. Wow, that was oh um BD Wong. Oh my god, mm. bloody hell. That would have been annoying. Um I've totally forgot about BD Wong because mm-hmm. he's like little sweet little scientist guy get oh look at my look at the mm. egg hatching and yeah. then he turns into this like corporate greed in Jurassic mm. World. <laughs> well, apparently what it was like even, that's what his, his premise premise was all the way through the books. Ah, but again right. I've not read them and um, but that's what makes like, it people's tours or like say from interviews but yes mm. so that is our our take on the original Jurassic World trilogies and um, hope guys I hope you're enjoyed and again if you've got any different opinions or anything that you get from like them films please get in touch and let us know mm-hmm. um, anything else you want to add young lady no I just uh, urge people to go and watch the movies that made us it's so interesting it'll give you such a different um, aspect of a movie that you you know in your head and have seen a hundred times but it's just knowing the, the detail and the the love and passion that went into it, it it'll make you, your next viewing experience just that little I bit better. more interesting. It's yeah. just interesting. Like I found mm. it so interesting, but that's just how my brain works. Like <laughs> I love what goes behind, mm. like how we got to see that and yeah. to know that like history was made in that movie. Like we, mm. they were going to use stop motion. Like <laughs> that's awful to think about, especially when they show you the examples of it. Mm. It would have been horrific. It would have yeah. been an absolute joke of a movie, but because two guys just ran with an idea, it, it, it's, it is what you see today. So I totally urge you to go and see it. That's all I want to add cool. to well, this. <laughs> well, I hope you, as I said, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, please go on our Facebook group, Nerdy Up North Community, or on Instagram. We're on uh, YouTube by searching Nerdy Up North. We've got uh, quite a few podcasts now. I think this was episode 20, I believe. I could be wrong. What? Um, Yeah. We're nearly legal to drink in America. (laughs) Um, Again, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and again from this week, we're on Amazon Music, which we've just managed to do as well. um, Well done, Paul. Well done. And we are only a few members away from hitting the magic 3,000 members mark on wow. the Facebook group, which completely blows my mind. That is just, it is mind-blowing. We, like, Paul started this, what, in February? Mm-hmm. Yeah. February, that was going to be more, art, like, we were going to do articles and such, and then it grew into a community page, and now a mm-hmm. podcast, like, and it's only August. Yeah. Like, not even a year old so yeah doing well just shows that there's a lot of uh, love and fun in the nerdy community that are interested in uh, like non-toxic uh, opinions and like say just sharing yeah. respect and like say even talk about controversial topics which again has went down really well which surprises me no one's been yeah it's been handled, <laughs> handled so beautifully because this is the best part about the community page is that we we were all we all understand each other you don't mm-hmm. have to be a dickhead to get your opinion across 
Um, you can have like an open discussion with somebody. You can agree to disagree, but you don't have to be a, like a knob about it. And I think that's like the, the beauty of the page is that that's what we've come for and that's what you're getting. You're not mm -hmm. getting tox the, the toxic behavior that you would with other groups. I'm not going to mention any names, but it is out there and I have not seen an ounce of it in mm -hmm. our group at sure. all. It's so lovely to see. But yes, but um, like I say, we'll be back in again in a week's time. And I think, we've, like I say, next week we've got a, a new uh, guest on there. So uh, our number one uh, poster from the, <laughs> the Nerdy Up North community. She's got the mug to prove it as well. Uh, and next <laughs> week we'll be discussing uh, our top five. We're going back to top fives and top <laughs> fives feel good for movies. So be so what gets you in the feels yeah yes. have I got so, the, i've got the assignment right so top five films that you basically enjoy and uh, makes you feel good basically so it could be anything it could be a horror got film it. that makes you feel good it could be a cartoon it could be uh, well that's that's a good range isn't it that's a yeah. great range not going to pigeonhole ourselves into a box with that one. Oh, yeah. i'm looking forward to that cool right so thanks everyone same bat time same bat channel see you nerdy everyone Bye. Bye. Bye.